0: reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. Welcome to a Real Man Wood podcast. This is Chris Liss, your host, and I am joined by my co-host of Yahoo Sports, Dalton Del Don. What's going on, man? How you doing?
1: Doing all right, Liss. I'm actually busy today. I already recorded a podcast with Liz Loza, I'm recording an MLB video, the NBA and NHL, believe it or not, is launching soon, uh, maybe even tomorrow, and I do a ton of behind-the-scenes stuff with that, crazy with rankings. So, And before all that, I can actually talk about it this week. Um, I'm in the process of buying a house for the first time in my life, too. So it's just craziness, actually, over here. So just, just kind of busy, keeping busy. How about yourself?
0: Uh, my sister and her husband and her uh, one-and-a-half-year-old just left, so... Finally, it was nice. It was a nice visit. Not going to lie, but uh, definitely a lot of people in the house. It's nice to have it to myself, just Heather and Sasha. And, uh, you know, I just finished my snarky 150. I just signed up for another Beat Chris List League. It sold out right away. Apparently, a lot of people think they can beat me and want to beat me. I'm going to prove them wrong, I hope. Last year, I was in. What's that? What's that pick yet? You know your pick yet? Yeah. Well, see, so the default is just in order, 1 through 12. And. Like, I signed up for, it's Saturday, the draft, so I just wanted to do it right away because I knew right. it was free Saturday and I've got a lot of stuff going on. So Greg's like, you sure you want to do it right away? I'm like, yeah. So he launched it, it got filled right away, and then I was, like, doing the radio show and cooking dinner, and then yeah. it locked. So I got one. I, I oh. got the default. Like, I obviously, I know obviously, but it's likely I probably could have got my choice of any pick, and I don't think I would have chosen one in third round reversal this year. yeah
1: Yeah, <laughs> yeah what would you have done?
0: I don't know. I don't know, actually. I, I want like a Barkley share, but he's got the hamstring injury. So I might have taken like four or five. That's not bad, though. No. One's fine. No, no. I'm, it's, I'm not – you know, I, I actually don't think there's a bad place to pick this yeah. year, especially with third-round reversal. And it's so funny. I was mocking these guys on the XM show last week because I read – I'm not going to name names, but I read this one pundit, and he was like analyzing some expert draft, and he's like, oh, a brilliant job at, you know, 11 – going Julio Jones and then following it up with, you know, Michael Thomas or whatever it was. And at 12, a powerful combo of running backs, Melvin Gordon and Leonard Fournette. And I really like what seven did with Alvin Kamara and Devontae Adams. I'm like, yeah, all that shit is just ADP basically. Like none of those are, Ooh, great job. It's like, yeah, the first, you know, 20 picks are pretty much scripted. Like any, any non reach is fine. It's perfectly fine. You don't, you don't have to go out of your way to like act like, there's some genius going on because you picked the two top guys on the NFSC ADP. It's not brilliant. It's just normal. Any any nutless monkey draft, people who have seen the ADPs will basically have the same, roughly the same combos of guys. The, the third round reversal makes it a
1: little bit more different because uh, I, I mean, I would say otherwise definitely I want an early pick this year. So you gonna go with Gurley or Bell?
0: Probably Gurley. I have Bell and Stopa. And I could go David Johnson. I mean, I've Good. been reading some cases for him. Like, did he he had one of the hugest seasons of all time from fantasy perspective. And what's the difference? Like, he's he's totally healthy. He had a wrist injury. He's fresh. I mean, the guy is super explosive and fast and powerful. He can catch. He can run routes. I mean, what's different?
1: Oh, I have no problem if you wanted to make him number one, too. I, I mean, this the fact that coming off an injury and it's kind of new new offense around him and all that, but the injury is a wrist, and he was so sick. Yeah, I and mean, he's like a receiver. He's like truly right. a receiver out right there. Right. So, I mean, yeah. okay, I'm fine. And I mean, neither
0: he so. nor Gurley have the, you know, Le'Veon Bell's mileage. Bell's getting some mileage. So I think I'm going to be a nutless monkey and just take Gurley. It's just safe. The offense is good. He was so good at the end of last year. I don't know. Is there really any reason to deviate?
1: It you know, jinxed me because I have Mistopa. So no, I'm just like the system. They're just gonna rely on him so much. The defense got better on paper. They have to I mean, for all my uh my my shit talking about Brandon Cooks, I mean that should help the offense. I mean over the top and stuff. So I I have girly number one. So if I if you'd tell me that they would both play sixteen games, I'd take Le'Veon Bell. Yeah, but yeah. as is as is, I'd take Gurley. So
0: Yeah, I, I have okay. a girly Bell Johnson, but it's very close. And four I have Barkley. I mean I, I don't yeah. think the hamstring injury is serious, but they say Zeke's going to catch more passes this year, but they say that every year.
1: Yeah, I I, I keep uh, moving those around in Zeke. Uh, so I have Kamara in Stope, and I kind of targeted him, and I see you're kind of uh, kind of talking a little trash. Uh, so uh, yeah, you don't like Burkhead or Kamara, but we overlap on a lot of other guys, so it's interesting. But you you definitely don't like Kamara, I would say.
0: I like Kamara as a player. I think he's great, but like he's yeah, kind I of. Mean like, high I mean,
1: you don't like where he's going in fantasy. Yeah, he's
0: kind of like Christian McCaffrey, but with more efficiency, right? And. I, You know, there's a... Okay, like if Ingram doesn't make it back somehow or he sucks or they trade him or they get rid of him, fine. I think Camara is different than McCaffrey and then he's 215 pounds at 5'10", rather than like 205 at six feet. So I actually think Kamara is way more likely to be a 250 carry back at some point in his career than McCaffrey is. But this year, there's a really good other guy. And if the Saints want to advance in the playoffs... You really don't want to beat up Kamara. You want him to be super fresh in the playoffs. And the guy I'd want to beat up more is is Ingram. Let him, you know, and plus he gets four games off. So I'd want to, you know, wear him out and keep Kamara fresh for the actual playoffs because the Saints have legitimate Super Bowl aspirations this year. Not that Peyton or these guys think this kind of thing through. They just do whatever they do. But, I mean, it's just just hard to take a guy like fourth or fifth overall when he may get 170 carries. I mean, how can you take a guy with 170 carries fourth overall?
1: I can see the case what you're saying like Barkley ahead of him and, and I heard you say Hunt. Uh, I, I, can, I really don't have a strong argument otherwise because you're relying on crazy efficiency most likely. But I really like their offensive line and their schedule and just the setup and he can catch the ball. So I do expect a bunch of explosive plays. Again, I, I understand the touchdowns per, per touches is going to regress, but, but,
0: but I hear you. Well, but I he's also you. like – okay, so he's got two things. One, he's given away a lot of carries. He's probably given away on just average like 50 to 75 carries to those other backs. But he's also given away goal line carries. Because Ingram's going to get a lot of those. So, you know, it's not just carries. It's also touchdowns. He had 13 last year. He'll probably get like seven this year or eight. The Saints will probably throw more touchdowns almost assuredly.
1: I mean, it he was can. really fluky to, to what did he finish? What, first in YPA last year and, and what, low, low 20s and TD passes, Breeze?
0: Yeah, but it's not just throwing more. It's just that if they rush for 20 touchdowns, which is a ton, Ingram will probably get 10 of them he's just not the ostensibly the goal line back for most of the season. Uh, they did Maybe give not it to even him. early in the season.
1: I mean, I saw the, uh, the air yards guy, Josh did a, some, some game film tape on, on, on Camara's running an inside. And the answer was he's an okay running inside, but he hated the play calling. So we'll see. Maybe I, sh- I spent too much on an I- I'm entirely aware that there's some you're, risk. You're on there. the ropes. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> so he's awesome, though. Do you, I mean, just watching him in space, oh, though. Oh, he's, he's amazing. He just, like, no, he's, he's a really – it's not just a good system and setup. He's really, really good. Yeah. Like, I mean, like, crazy good. So, we'll see. But, but I give You know who else is
0: crazy good and is going to get 75 more carries and all the goal line Barkley. carries? Barkley? Kareem, Barkley? Well, Kareem Hunt. Barkley. I see. Yeah. You know, huh? I mean, that's the thing. I mean, Kamara, the one place in full PPR, which NFC is – I mean, but okay. you're crazy to have paid that much. But in full PPR – you know Kamara could catch 85 80 to 85 passes and then you know once you catch 80 passes it really like I have McCaffrey projected very conservatively for 150 carries even though the coach is his enumerate coach is trying to say he's going to have 350 carries I have him for 150 but I have him for 77 catches or something McCaffrey and yeah. he grades out as like a early second round pick on my projections which are conservative so in full PPR when a running back gets 75 plus catches you know, that's pretty ridiculous. So if Kamara gets 80 catches or whatever he got last year, I think at 81 last year, even if he regresses everywhere else, he's still going to earn like an early second round pick minimum. So it's not like crazy to take him in the first round. It's just that if Saquon gets 65 catches and gets 275, 280 carries, I don't think, think Kamara is going to catch him.
1: So are you worried about Saquon, though a guy who's never done it, obviously the pro level, you know, injury already right now, or not I'm obviously concerned, or but injured, I mean not. He
0: injured himself jumping, jumping for a pass. And yeah. Stefania Bell, we had her on today, and I thought it was a good point. She said he was sitting there on the sidelines watching practice um, after that. And he didn't practice the next couple of days. I don't know what the deal is today, but he didn't practice Tuesday at least. But she said if he were in serious pain or something bad had happened, he would have been in the locker room. He wouldn't have been sitting there watching the rest of practice. So she thought That's that was what encouraging. I said.
1: I hope that's right. I said that about McKinnon. He stayed and signed autographs afterward, and then I heard the MRI, and I was like, oh, no, but um, that turned out okay. But I think guys said he was fine too, and that MRI didn't turn out okay. But so, yeah, I think Barkley will be fine, but I'm, so you, have, you wouldn't move him down one spot then based on that then?
0: I would maybe move him below Zeke. You know, I could see okay, back and so forth. Like, I put him ahead of Zeke in my full PPR. Half PPR, give me Zeke all day. But full PPR, you know, Barkley, who knows how many passes he's going to catch. You know, I don't yeah. like the hamstring. I, I'm a little more worried about McKinnon. I'm actually worried about McKinnon.
1: Yeah, that's you know, a whole other thing. All the Niners just dropped like flies in that first preseason game. Crazy. Oh, I stole – we talked about the snarky 150 next, but I stole on that podcast I talked about. I, I actually gave you credit. I shouldn't have. But um, I about George Griddle, I, yeah. I said. George Griddle. yeah. Good. Yeah, that is a good one. And all the injuries, the shoulder, so – Yeah. I mean, I I hear your concerns about McKinnon, even if you were healthy. Even Alfred Morris might make that roster now. I mean, that's a legit Or
0: Jeremy McNichols, you know, was a prospect with the good spark BS. You know, I mean, it's just so funny. Like, those those Sabre guys are like, oh, Jeremy McNichols does this, does that. Jerick McKinnon, right? And, like, sometimes it pans out, I guess, right? I guess some of those crazy athlete guys pan out. And then sometimes they just suck, right? Like, I don't know. McNichols just didn't impress an idiotic Tampa Bay club and then he kind of signed with the Niners and it was kind of too late. McKinnon has been given some chances. He's scr- supposed to be like the greatest athlete of all time and he never does anything. Do you remember when, um, who's that guy in the Giants? I keep forgetting his name. He was like a scrub from uh, Boston College and he oh. and he was like a crazy athlete. Like not Andre, Was it Andre Washington? Was that his name? I can't remember. Anyway, yeah. Andre Williams. Andre Williams? Andre Williams, yeah. yeah. And yeah. the dude, he was like, you know, big, powerful, fast, whatever. And he just was on the Chargers for a bit. He got released. He's out of football. It's like. Yeah. He fumbled you, a lot of things. It's not just that. You just can't, you just can't go by that, right? There, how many receivers? Remember Stephen Hill of the Jets? He was like Randy Moss, but like he couldn't do yeah. anything. There was, um, who, what other, you know, there's this guy, Matt Jones, a long time ago in Jacksonville. He was like the sickest athlete of all time. Six six ran like a 4'4", four, four, sucked. It's not just about that, you know. I mean, th- there's a lot of guys that you got to actually. Um,
1: I, uh, I heard you talking about Matt Jones earlier on the XM show, and, and Derek called him a tight end, right? Right. Is, yeah. Okay. So that actually, I thought of something that the league, whatever uh, commissioner service I was using at the time, he was available at tight end. And, and when we had our draft, and then afterward, they revoked that eligibility. I really can't remember the service. And one of my friends in high school just blew, blew his shit, just went crazy, and like emailed everyone saying, I only drafted him because he was tight end, and just went crazy about it. So I was snickering to myself when he referred to him as a tight end, and you're like, no, no, no he's not. But so yeah, he was not, and it ended up being a, a moot point because he was worthless. Was, was that
0: service Yahoo Sports?
1: It wasn't, actually. I, can't, I really can't remember. It was, it was a random one. It, it, I, can't, cause I know one thing about Yahoo. They never revoke. They, 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 people always give us a hard time for taking, or it's not adding eligibility, but they never take yeah, it away. Once but. it's
0: given, it's permanent. I remember Mark, yeah. Marcus Colston was a tight end his rookie year. Right. So he right. was huge because he was really good.
1: Yeah, there's some guy like Jalen Samuels right now on the, uh, the Steelers, and um, I think he's – he might be get some backup running back reps, and he's tight end eligible. So uh, right now in Yahoo, but um, anyway, you want to talk about your snarky 150? I, I read it, and I have to say, it's one of your better efforts.
0: Thank you. Um, you never know. I've kind of published that. I work on it. I've read it so many times, edited it so many times. They all sound stupid to me. My favorite one, actually, believe it or not, is um, you have to read it in context. But Lamar Miller, you remember from Lamar Miller?
1: i did not remember them all no what was it, it? Was just, oh
0: yeah <laughs> that was a very long one yeah. it was just no <laughs> that dude no, yeah. lamar right. miller's the kind of value pick that in like round five he's sitting there round six everyone's like "Ooh, lamar miller's still there he's got a job there's no real competition Deonta right. foreman's not due back for a while like this is this is good uh, the, answer, be on, uh, the answer is no <laughs> no just don't take him
1: they'll be on absolutely zero of my teams yeah but, uh, uh, i definitely uh definitely recommend uh Everyone read that. I thought it was funny. Um, another another thing I wanted to bring up that I saw that you 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 tweeted about was this Andy uh, Benoit uh, the the Aaron Rodgers' reputation is a reminder of how winning a Super Bowl early in your career sets a positive narrative for life. Right. And then you know just kind of I mean more so than you just obviously putting him in his place. But like, is he trolling there? Like, I, I guess that's like kind of a theme with well, him. Well, I feel I, 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 I want
0: to say I feel bad because that guy did work for RotoWire. Like, he didn't like work full time, but he was like. He was like a kid. He was like 21 years old. I don't know his whole story, but 20 years. He was really young. And he was doing like his own football book he was publishing a long time ago. I mean, this is like he's probably only like early 30s now. So it was probably like 2005. I don't know how long ago. Anyway, and um, he was doing his own book. And somehow I got wind of him because Peter King wrote about him or something. I don't remember. But we hired him to do these scouting reports for us for a couple of years. So we had all our outlooks but he just did like a pure scouting take on every player and just paid him a little money and he did it. He did a good job, like he was fine. And then um, a couple years later, he was breaking into the business and I remember he asked me for some advice. He was very nice about it. He was like, you know, I respect your opinion. Do you have any advice, blah, blah, blah. And I gave him some feedback. So I liked the guy. I wasn't trying to like shit on him at all. I, I feel bad that everyone like thought I was totally mocking him because I wasn't. I was just making a joke because he was like, he, he basically was just saying Rogers got this positive impression from a Super Bowl. And I was kind of like, yeah, but it's his coach who, you know, who basically got the positive impression and should have been fired five. You know, that was my point. His coaches, I wasn't like, I wasn't trying to like say he's an idiot for saying that. I was just saying like, if if anybody in that situation got falsely falsely praised for an early impression, it was McCarthy. So then everyone jumped on and like people were like, that guy's an idiot, and I was like, no, 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 that's not what I'm trying to say. I just used oh. it as a jumping-off point to make fun of Mike McCarthy. That was, that was all there was to it.
1: Well, I'm glad I allowed you to, to clear that up. because Well, not he, like he's uh... going
0: to listen to this, or anyone's going to hear it. And I, right. I, I didn't say anything negative about him, so I'm not going to, like, apologize, because I, 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 I didn't do anything but wrong, but I just feel bad that, like, it's... You obviously had the impression that I was, like, mocking that guy. I wasn't. I wasn't at all. Cool. And I feel bad because it's like, I don't really know him anymore, but it's like, I wouldn't mock a guy who worked for us. I mean, I, that's obviously false based on the whole concept of this podcast, but I wouldn't mock a guy that worked for us and that I no longer was friends with or no longer really interacted with like that. I wouldn't do that. You know, I have respect for the guy. He he never did badly by us. He never, you know, shortchanged us. He did his work. He was a nice kid. I I have no issue with him.
1: I got you. I just brought it up also, not just because of your tone, but also, you know, Vlad said underneath, you know, he's kind of known for those hot takes. Well, he might be.
0: I don't know. I don't know what, you know, I don't really, I just started following him recently, I'll follow some football guys. I kind of follow a couple guys and I unfollow them. I kind of experiment during football season to see if who's going to say something interesting for me. Like most of the guys that, a lot of the mainstream industry guys, like I'd follow them for a bit and I'm like, eh, you're not saying anything that, you're not saying anything interesting. You're just kind of like, sometimes I'm like, "Ah, maybe I should keep following this guy because he's like the conventional wisdom and it's good to know what people are thinking. But,
1: yeah, but you, I know you. You're really worried about the latest news on Alshon Jeffrey.
0: I, I am worried about the latest news on Alshon Jeffrey. So I don't follow those reporters because that's a low level. To me, that's low. That's like a low level thing. Like, so Schefter's okay. I mean, I've, I, I find him kind of toolish, but you know, whatever. It's his job. But Rappaport is just wrong all the time. He just makes mistakes. He's sloppy. Rappaport tweets out this. He couldn't be wrong about this because he, I mean, you know, it's what Pianowski likes to say. Makes the landing strip so wide. But he says that an anonymous, you know, someone, you know, a source, which he doesn't disclose, and that's bad enough, but they all do that. Even the, even the good reporters like Ken Rosenthal, MLB, like, he, always anonymous sources. And he actually got into it with me. I, I, I criticized him for that, and he went back and forth on Twitter to his credit. I don't think he was right, but at least he, like, engaged on it. Rosenthal? Yeah, Rosenthal actually, like, actually had a back and forth about it. But, uh, but that's bad enough, but they all do it. But to say, he said about Alshon Jeffrey, a source tells me that it's possible that he could miss week one, that he could be on PUP when you miss six games. He's on the pup list now preseason, but that doesn't mean anything. Support for this podcast comes from U.S. Bank. When you're looking
1: for a credit card, get one that wins awards. The U.S. Bank Visa Platinum Card is NerdWallet's 2021 Best of Awards winner for Best 0% Intro APR and Balance Transfer Credit Card. It provides a great way to pay for large purchases over time as well as consolidating other card balances. And speaking of award winners, the U.S. Bank Altitude Go Visa Signature Card is NerdWallet's 2021 Best Credit Card for Dining Out or Ordering In. Earn four times points on takeout, food delivery, and dining. Get two times points at gas stations, grocery stores, and on streaming. If you're into cash back or travel rewards, U.S. Bank has credit cards that feature those benefits, too. Check out their full suite of credit cards at usbank.com slash credit card. The creditor and issuer of these cards is U.S. Bank National Association, pursuant to a license from VCUSA Inc. and the cards are available to United States residents only. Some restrictions may apply. Member FDIC.
0: And he didn't say it's likely. It's twenty five percent chance. It's he just said it's possible. And I was like, on the I was like, well, shit. Jeff Erickson could be on the pup. It's not likely that he'll be on the pup, but he could sign uh, and then get put on the pup for six. I mean, it's possible. So what the fuck does that mean? It's possible. Of course, it's fucking possible. This is a bullshit thing to say. And then, of course, Doug Peterson came right out and said, no there's, no, there's been no issues with him in his rehab. He didn't deny it. He didn't say it's impossible that he'll be on the PUP. He just said what we were all already knew, which was he's coming off an injury. He could be ready for week one, could be week two. Obviously, like in a worst case scenario, he could, be, he could pull an Andrew Luck or be on the PUP or whatever. But to report that like it's some fucking breaking news, and it's like some dude whose credibility we have no way to assess tells us that there's some chance between zero and 100% that this thing's going to happen. That is just, you know, that's just stupid.
1: It really is. And I got to check myself and make sure I don't go lowering him based on reports like that. Because I I, honestly, I think I lowered him like three, four spots. And then the very next morning when I heard the coach's response, I moved him back to where I had him. So like, I mean, you know, the joke's on me. I mean, you're right. Of course, it's nonsense. Just yeah. You do ignore that.
0: I actually so. moved him down just because I was like, okay, maybe there's something to this, just like a nutless monkey that I am. And then yeah. I realized I actually preferred him there, so I didn't move him back up. I was like, yeah, you know, this is actually where I want to draft him. I probably gotcha. had him a little too high. But no, that's gotcha. just dumb. You know, it's just dumb. And of course, we reported over to our Ian Rapp report says this, and it's like going around, It's just fucking stupid. And the next day, we have a, a report that says, Doug Peterson says there's nothing wrong with his rehab, right. everything's going as planned. And then it's like, okay, it's just, it's, it's just bad. It's just, it's desperate. All
1: right. So what else is going on? Did you, uh, you check out Tiger? Any interest at all? You know, I mean, he had
0: contention I don't you give know a fuck about golf. i don't give a fuck about that shit i knew I don't the answer care about tiger woods tiger woods you know tiger woods like stopa shining armor is the same fucking category for me fucking tiger woods oh i'm so excited it's tiger woods i don't know how
1: those are related and i knew that <laughs> answer you had for me but i still asked um, here's
0: the thing here's the thing george carlin you obviously know who he was died like i don't know 10 years ago now great yes. one of the best comedians ever and he had this one clip. Yeah, he won't
1: be be around for the uh, remake of uh, what is it? Uh excellent Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure. Very sad, he won't be there for that. But anyway, continue.
0: So he he's basically like um, he had this whole segment that I loved. That he was like, "Fuck Lance Armstrong, right?" This is when Lance Armstrong. Oh, he's such a hero. He beat cancer. Oh my god, he's such a role model. Everyone's sucking up to Lance Armstrong, right? Lance Armstrong is a total fraud. Got busted. Lied about all the shit. Total scumbag. So like, but this is before that, this is when Lance Armstrong was like right. a God, you know? So he was just right. like, fuck Lance Armstrong and his balls and his bicycle. And he goes on this whole rant and at the end of the rant, he goes, and fuck Tiger Woods too. He's like, I'm tired of being told who to admire in this society. Yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll admire who world. I feel like admiring. Thank you very much. That was, that was his yeah. rant. And it's like Tiger Woods, fuck Tiger Woods. Right. And so he was like, Tiger Woods, you know, whatever. And then he had the whole, oh, you know, the fall from grace. Cause he was like banging all his women and he was, you know, up to no good, cheating on his wife, whatever. I don't give a fuck about that either. I just I don't care about that guy. I don't care. And now he's like the—he's not old yet. He's still like you know at, probably average, right, for the tour. Maybe he's old now, older, but he's not old. Oh, he's on the older side for he's sure. He's on the older side, but he's not like old. And now like you know he makes a run. Everyone's still like only want to cover him because like it's like this drama. Who gives a shit, man? I don't care. Oh, oh it was I great. I care. watched
1: it. Oh, it's great. I I have these bets from I made a long time ago that he won't break the majors record. So I think. Right. It, Texting me out of the woodwork, I haven't heard from in years. Oh, really? Yeah. So it's just funny giving people these false hope. But uh no, in all honesty, uh, I I find it exciting. But of course, I knew that you would be uh you'd be a nutless monkey but about I, it all. I, but I
0: also, I you know, I don't like golf, especially. I mean, I could get into it. I bet you know if I really wanted to. Oh yeah, DFS to
1: fun. DFS golf. If I got fun.
0: into it, I'm sure I could get into it. You know, you can get into fucking anything. You know, you can get yeah. into like fucking WNBA if you wanted. you know. I mean, you can get into anything. I mean, it's really easy. I mean, you just have an interest. Any game that is like they're playing professionally that people are making a big effort for, like I'm sure there's something to it. It's just, yeah. I, don't, I don't need more right now. Right. I got you. So did
1: something happen to your, uh, your iPhone? You have like a story behind that? Did I, did I hear that right?
0: I can't even, I can't go on record on the shit, but I did get my iPhone stolen. And the way I know it's stolen is because the battery was full in the morning and it had a perfectly good charge, it was only a year old. And as soon as I tried to defy my iPhone, like that day, it was offline. And so if we were just missing, it would, uh-huh. have been, it would not have been offline. Right? It would have been... Oh, I
1: know that part. Okay. So, so.
0: I'm positive it's stolen. The thing I can't go to record on how it got stolen because it will cause a fight between me and Heather. I'm just going to say that I lost it. It was stolen from me. And that's the story we're going with. And uh, that's fine. I don't care. It's not important. It's one of these uh, maturing, maturing things, no maturity things that I've learned, which is, A, don't ever share the video to these or audio. B, just don't worry about who's right unless there's like a good, unless it like really matters, right? I mean it matters who's right if we're like talking about what school sent Sasha to or something that's important. If I'm right and we disagree, then I have to really fight for it. But if it's something like my phone's gone and yeah, I could also be wrong on how it happened. You know, it doesn't I, I might be wrong. Um so it's there's no point it's just no point. So anyway, it's gone.
1: Enlightened and I I it was like it's
0: stolen. It. And I have to get a new phone and the thing is I'm in Portugal so there's two problems. One is I use my US phone with my US phone number um, because right. everything's free with T-Mobile except calls and I just WhatsApp Heather and I'll just call on Skype, you know, for like this kind of thing. And so I want my T-Mobile plan which is reasonably cheap and good and keep my number. I also need to get it shipped here. Now if I order so if, if I order on the Portugal site for Apple, not only will they not let me use T-Mobile because it's Portugal, um, but they charge you twenty-three percent tax, you know, tax on it. So it's like another two hundred euros, you know, two hundred fifty bucks, whatever. And so I, unfortunately, it's not. Gonna, it's going to be two weeks without a phone. But Heather's friend is coming to visit, and she's going to mule that thing for me. I'm going to order it to her place, mm-hmm. and so that's the solution. It's not that exciting, but um, that's, so that's, that's it. A, an
1: inconvenience. though, but you make sure you got everything locked and taken care of. There's no information that can be, you know, gathered.
0: I mean, it, you know, it has a passcode on it, and then I have it like set to like even lock more with T-Mobile. So they were like, "Your phone's a paperweight now." Gotcha. I, I don't really believe that because just because if they don't turn it on, if they turn it on, it'll get deleted. It sucks. I lost some photos of it I didn't download, you know, in time because I canceled my cloud thing. <laughs> right. But um, but basically, you know, so I lost some nice photos. I did email a lot of good ones this summer. Luckily, like three days before it got stolen. But um, you know, I don't see why they couldn't when the thing's off just use it like a hard drive, right? Like plug it into a, a, a computer and just use it the hard drive and just extract the data from it.
1: Yeah, I, I just thought of you. I saw something, I didn't read into it yet, but right before I, uh, we started recording this on Twitter, I think that Haralabob guy made a comment about how something about how Google Maps is su- supposedly recording us even at, oh, as yeah. soon as you click your location, even if you click stop, there's some sort of tracking or, yes. or something crazy that's just.
0: I read that too. Just,
1: yeah, okay, so that's just, that, that's not great, right? That's not
0: ideal? Uh, you know, the, the tech companies are really run amok. You know, Bezos and Google and Facebook. I mean, it's really a problem. They, they you know, we talked about Alex Jones last week. They're going to decide uh-huh. who can be deplatformed up to them, who, who who can say stuff, who can't. It's a real problem. But uh, the guy, Michael Krieger, who I think you follow also, I, I read him, he, he basically Idiot. said this is this overreaction, this kind of let's delete somebody from the Internet. Somebody as idiotic as Alex Jones. I mean, yeah, he has a following, but, like, he's not really he's still kind of small time in terms of like, he's not a threat, you know, like a real threat. And the fact that they're going that far, it's almost like they're, you know, they say like, he quoted this quote, which I like. He said, you know, he who hits a a fly with a hammer is weak because you don't need a hammer to kill a fly. It just shows the, the, the status quo is very upset. And I think, um, Rightly so, because they're losing control of the narrative. You know, it's the journalists. A lot of these, like, nutless monkey journalists are clamoring for Twitter and Facebook to deplatform the fake news. You know, they're the ones trying to rat it out, even though it's just it's not their brand of fake news. That's being, it's just not their brand. But it's, it's more than that. It's just that they've lost control of the narrative. Like CNN and MSNBC and the New York Times, they can't control... They can control some of the narrative. I mean, there's people who just think whatever they say is true, but they're, it's slipping from them. And so it's it's getting scary that, like, even a nut job can command some following. But it's not really the nut job that's the problem. It's sort of just the people who don't agree with what they're saying. The what? nut job is more just like a an extreme, you know, freak, fluke version of, of what's going on. But what's actually going on is people aren't buying what they're selling anymore. And and because of that, the people who pay and control them and employ them, what are they good for anymore? I mean, if, if the journalists can't disseminate information at the behest of their... Oligarch boss, then what's the journalist good for? And what's the
1: solution then?
0: Journalists should be basically, you know, the, I can't remember who said the quote, but it's a great quote saying that um, it's, not, it's, it's only journalism when you're publishing something that someone powerful does not want to see come to light. Everything else is public relations. So basically, you know, if you're going to be a journalist, you're going to be publishing something, you know, that people don't want to hear, that powerful interests want silenced. The Greenwalds going with Snowden and publishing that, that's journalism, and and they'll still be doing that, and there'll probably be a demand of some kind crowdsourcing it. There won't, there won't be multimillionaire guys in suits behind desks maybe as much, but there will be people, you know, I've, I've given Greenwald money a bunch of times, I'm like, that guy does real important journalism, I, I'll support that, and that, you know, people will talk amongst themselves, you know, you won't have the Iraq war, oh, there's weapons of mass destruction, and Saddam Hussein and al-Qaeda are, are allies, which was... A total lie. Um you won't have stuff like that because um people will talk amongst themselves. In fact, you might even talk through translation programs that are easy with people in Iraq or people in other countries that aren't the you know, the bad guys that the media is making out them out to be. The media loves war, it sells papers, it creates drama, it perpetuates you know their bosses hold on things. I mean it's just um I I don't think we should have no journalists, I think we should have real journalists, but the sort of joke that we have now that these people in the suits like pretending to be journalists they're just they're just pr people for um for certain interests
1: it goes without saying but i mean it, it's still it's just like how crazy is it that the number one story right now in the world is Omarosa talking about tapes from a celebrity apprentice that the president of the united states donald trump might have said i mean it's kind That's of crazy. Right. that
0: doesn't matter though that doesn't matter i mean it, Ultimately, he, he may he may well have said it you know i mean i don't i don't doubt that i don't who knows i mean she's like some what the hell she's up to, and like he's right. crazy and she's crazy. I mean, oh, did he say this at this time? Oh, well, well, he said that, and that's offensive. I mean,
1: yeah, but I mean, it's like you know the the first five stories in the front of whatever. Yeah, but that's just story. because
0: that's it's again, it's in their interest to publish that. They're, it's it's not what it appears to be, in my opinion. I just okay. think it's it's just it's just it's just a complete. You know, there's important stuff. I mean, there's like people in Yemen being Uh bombed and stuff i mean there's like real shit going on and they don't give a fuck about that
1: you know that's why i said it's crazy that that's the top story it's no absolutely but it's
0: not because those start that's not the top story that's just the story that like i didn't say most important yeah yeah no i don't even the most important i mean it's just like in that narrow world of that it's the top story it's not really nobody in it's just like the national anthem kneeling thing right that's like a big headline oh who's kneeling and what are we going to do about this but like nobody gives a shit about that all right, that's fair. You see what I mean? It's just, it's just one of these things that, like, we pretend that that's the thing, but there was like, sure. there's like real shit going on where people are being like murdered, or you know, huge amounts of money are changing hands, or the government just printed all this money, and if you earn money, then your money's worth. You know, there's there's stuff that's like deeply impactful around the world that's going on, and like people are worried about what that crazy person said. You know, what I mean, or what she heard, which may again, maybe accurate. I'm not denying it. I'm just saying, I just don't think you should even click on that you know
1: no i i i totally understand that Speaking of other things going on in the world i have a quick uh your take on 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 bitcoin real quick uh yeah. what on uh i've heard on on one side that that in the future quantum computers are coming sooner than expected that the joke i guess is always they're 10 years out and now it's really is within 10 years or maybe even right. sooner and that's gonna maybe just make that all obsolete because it's just gonna go it, crazy the, that, the that is
0: that is a and, real thing Um, uh, because and then,
1: and then hold on and then on yep. the other and then the other hand I hear these smart contracts are like a, a real thing that's 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 positive for the future or the, the immediate future. So so tell me your, your take on this stuff.
0: Well, um the quantum thing I don't know shit about. I'm not like a technologist. So I don't really know how real that is. But what I read was that you know you have your 24 C, you know 24 word seed that generates your um your private key for Bitcoin and as long as you know that it's you know it's it's out of each word is like one in 4800 words and it's Times you know twenty fourth power. It's like there's no amount of computing power that we have in the world that could crack your Bitcoin by randomly guessing all the words in in the right in, in all the order that it has to be. So it's just you're 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 safe as long as you know the seed or you have the private key. Nobody can hack it as long as you you know you don't leave the key or the or the seed exposed like on your hard you know you don't put it online. But if you just have it like written down on a piece of paper hidden somewhere or memorized, it's safe. But they did say that a quantum computer, and I don't really know exactly what that is, could probably guess all the permutations and crack the code and just take all the Bitcoin. In which case, you're right, it would be obsolete, right? I mean, cryptography in that sense, in the level that it's at now, would be obsolete. And so if, you know, maybe Bitcoin doesn't get adopted with that widely in the next five or 10 years, maybe it's 15 years away, and quantum computing happens before widespread adoption. I mean, that seems to be a possible scenario, and, and maybe it's true. I, again, I don't know enough about the technologies. I did read from somebody that they think in that time, if quantum computing starts getting closer, that they will innovate around to further mm-hmm. encrypt or you know adapt technologically, create something that counteracts that. I'm not sure exactly what. Um, I've also read that you wouldn't know it because it would just all the money would just be gone. You know, like it would be you wouldn't get a warning. So again, I don't know, but I, I think that's I think that's one of the more plausible. Objections. All right.
1: Okay. And what about smart contracts?
0: Well, there's, there's ways to do it with Bitcoin, right? Not just um, Ethereum is getting crushed, and I'm not sure that's a real product. A lot of the guys I follow are just hardcore Bitcoin only, and I'm sort of persuaded by them, but I'm not really s- smart or deep enough into it to really give it the best argument for it. But you can do smart p- contracts with Bitcoin because you can have multi-sig wallets, you know what that is? No. It's like you need two, two signatures or three signatures or two out of three signatures to make a transfer. So, say, uh, we, you absolutely. know, you, me, and Stopa whoever have, and why i right. Stopa, the shining armor. Uh, because he, uh, you know, the three of us, we have, you know, the keys to the Bitcoin wallet, but nobody can send any money to anybody unless two of us, two out of the three agree. So, it could be like I hired him to go represent me in a legal case, and we've agreed that, like, once he's satisfactorily you know, done his duties, then you'd be the one who would sign off on having him paid. So you would just need, he would just need his signature and yours. That way I couldn't stiff him out of paying, I couldn't, you know, because him and you could just do it and you'd be like the neutral arbiter. Um, There's ways, you know, so it's like it would be this person's sign off, this person would, there's ways of doing it just with multi-signature wallets that if, you know, this many people, this percentage of people do it, it, um, it automatically pays. So that's my understanding to an extent. I'm sure you could do some sort of totally artificial intelligence way of doing it, but um, yeah, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know just what else is there. there
1: uh, it just seemed like, you know, it's like whatever, it's allowing kind of that third party, whatever, you know, without third parties or whatever. It just seemed like. Right. We don't even ref- go to
0: arbitration and go to court because right. I just have you sign off and the payment's done. It And literally he can't take payment until you sign off on it. Right. Because it's right. just does the payment's not, you know, and that's just, it would make things a lot easier rather than dealing with these massive systems that we have to deal with uh, disputes you know we sort of pre-set it up so that the disputes resolvable by the second person agreeing
1: right you got any baseball talk uh, i mean all i all i see is just every every closer just churning in the back so i don't weird. know how you address how you address saves next year in season long it's just a I night mean, trevor bauer hit the dl just what a joke i mean it's paxton
0: just, bauer trout still yeah it's the DL. It. Yeah. That's crazy I mean, what crazy jose Altuve's on the dl like you know it's, it's just I, I don't yeah. know I'm just grinding I, I'm still in third place in the in the NFBC hopefully I can hang on I'm not that far ahead to the fourth place guy I'm a little bit ahead I got three wins last night which was huge for my pitchers guys like John Gant and Lucas Giolito I'll take those any day and I'm just hoping to hang on to a little money
1: I don't know I Basically, saw you started him I actually looked at your line never this but just because we have uh, that bet and I saw that you started you're so under in uh, friends and family huh
0: I'm so under in the innings, and I kind of ruined my ERA whip a little bit with a couple of really bad starts from idiots like Danny yeah. Duffy, and I don't know, it's just, I don't know what's going on, man. You know, I had four closers, now I have Blake Parker as my only closer. I don't, is Pedro Baez the closer? Who's the closer in the Dodgers? I don't even know. It's it's yeah. such a mess, and I don't I don't understand, like, there's a lot of these guys in, like, the NFBC, they talk a lot of shit. They're always like, I'm amazing, I'll crush you, or whatever. And I'm like, how can you even be confident in this environment that like you're not, you know, yeah. you could have had Mike Trout a, a month ago and been like, yeah, I made an amazing pick, and Jose Altuve was doing well. Like, how? I, I just don't know how you can have any confidence in your team when half of it is just going to go on the DL any minute. I mean, I've been hustling. I've been doing. I got guys picked up. I told you, John Gant and Giolito and. What,
1: what are your thoughts on uh, on your boy Buxton? Is he is he an ad right now?
0: I mean, I guess. Uh, you know, I, I bid on him. I, I got outbid for him, but. You know, Devonte Parker broke his hand or broke his finger, and I in the 150 <laughs> I said NFL's Byron Buxton. He's just that guy that like has this talent, but he's,
1: I, he's not the I, funky in the NFL. Well, yeah. let me
0: let me say you, you remember like in I, I traded for Buxton with P now in like yes. May, and you know because he had migraines I was like that's not a big deal. And then right after that he fouled the ball off his toe and he was out for a bit. And then it turned out he fractured it, so he was out for longer. Then he came back. Playing the majors was terrible. Then it turned out, oh, his toe was still bothering me. Went back on the DL. Came back, got sent to the minors. Was struggling in the minors. Then hurt himself on a swing. Then came back. Then realized he had to go on the minor league DL again. He's just gotten off the minor league DL again. And at the first time after he fouled the ball off his foot while rehabbing from migraines, I said to you, are there not some people yeah. that just don't want it? Like, deep down, there's some part of them that's like, I'd rather walk the earth. I'd rather be, you know making pottery or something like that. And baseball, I happen to be a good athlete and good at this sport, but it's not what I love. And lying to myself, and I don't want to do this anymore. And so, like, they just create these obstacles. I know it's a little new agey, but I just think, like, that that shit just doesn't happen to somebody who truly is in the right thing for themselves. I don't know. I, I Again, it's not like I don't have any rigorous reason to believe this, but I was thinking, if you're in the right, you know, line of work, doing the right things. Everything's lining up. You don't just get like 600 million random, horrible things that set you back.
1: Hey, it's as good an explanation as I can come up with. So I'm, I'm for it. Uh, all right. Let's have a couple of random things to throw at you. Did you hear about this uh, Seattle ground agent who uh, stole an airplane?
0: I heard something about that. He was like depressed or something. What was the deal? It's
1: really crazy, man. He's like 30 years old with a family, seemingly happy, and uh, no experience whatsoever of flying. I just probably learned through YouTube tutorials or something, and took off a major airplane, I like 79 seater, uh, and flew it for like a full hour. And even talking to people and saying, "Oh, I've played video games before, no worries." And crashed in an island, and 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 yeah, I'm just luckily only hurt himself, but pretty Did crazy. Did he pretty die? Pretty- yeah yeah yes oh. yeah, but luckily just by himself i mean yeah. some people think he was shot down but it, it seems like he just went down himself but uh it's just pretty crazy man for a whole hour flying around burning fuel and talking and kind of joking around there's a lot of audio clips of it but you know that's a pretty crazy story and i know you love the how, human. A,
0: uh, yeah real man re, real man uh you know goes for a little outing on a weekend I mean, it's one way to go way. I mean, yeah, that's,
1: yeah. It's, it's crazy so you know i i saw a really good documentary i always recommend uh movies here but, or TV shows, but this one, I highly recommend it. It's called Three Identical Strangers. It's a crazy documentary, true story. I do not want to ruin it because there are some, a couple really crazy twists, but the premise is a 19 year old goes off to college and a bunch of people come up to him and start saying, calling him a weird name. And he's like, what are you talking about? And he soon realizes that he has an identical brother who's also obviously same. Just just stopped going to school there the year before. And once they meet, that makes uh, news because wow, that's crazy! Two identical twins never met in 19, and then a third one picks up the paper and says, "Well, I look the same as well." So there are three, and that's just the beginning. Not to give that. it away. No, no, because that's just the beginning. That's just <laughs> not the beginning. to give
0: it away. Okay, thanks. Yeah. No oh, need to twist. watch. No need to watch that now.
1: Yeah, no, the twi- I didn't give away. I'm saying that's oh, just the beginning. The okay. twists. Uh, that's just the beginning of the twist. So i I did not give it away. Is what I'm saying. So so watch that. It's, well, it's, was that uh, one with
0: Jeremy Irons? You remember oh, the, Dead Ringers. Dead Ringers, Dead, right. yeah,
1: yeah. That's awesome. That yeah. movie's really dark. That movie's good. But yeah.
0: anyway, Three Identical yeah.
1: Strangers, you would have gotten the gist of that if you just saw the, uh, the poster, but I did not give away the twist. So I, okay. I recommend that. So you got anything, anything else? Is it on Netflix? See? No, this actually went to the theater, man. I only oh. go about once or twice a year, but we made a point because I saw some really good reviews and it's got a lot of buzz. So I, you have to go to the theater now, but it'll be out soon enough, I'm sure. Did, but.
0: did you ever watch – I can't remember. We talked about this a couple of years ago, the movie Wild Tales, the Argentine movie. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah okay. Uh, we talked about yeah, yeah, it. Yeah. Yeah. You
1: mean the yeah the, uh, the 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 bunch of different ones. Yeah. yeah, right? yeah like five yeah, little yeah.
0: vignettes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, the, uh, crime of passion. Yeah. The crime of passion. Yeah. Yeah. Crime that was awesome. Oh, that was awesome.
1: so good. And the opening. Speaking of taking an airplane for the yeah. opening one of that. Yeah. And air, yeah. That oh, that, good. that movie's oh, cool. highly recommend that okay. too. If
0: you haven't seen that, yeah. It's yeah. that years old your, now, but it's it's worth seeing. Wild <laughs> tales. Put
1: that off the top of the Netflix queue if you haven't seen that. Yeah. Yeah. All right. You got anything else list?
0: Uh, I probably did, but um, no, nah, that's it. Let's, let's wrap it up.
1: All right, man. Good deal. All
0: right. appreciate it, Dalton. Um, a couple things. One, uh, if you want to subscribe to Rotowire and you like uh, fantasy sports, even if you hate us, rotowire.com slash pod is a free 10-day trial. You do not need a credit card. Rotowire.com slash pod. And you can respond to us on Twitter. And if you like this, you can five-star in iTunes. I think that's enough. All right, man. Take it easy.
1: Later.